Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. I'm Preston. Uh, we have a very special episode planned today. Uh, we are going to be talking about the newest Marvel phenomenon, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, if you're not a Marvel fan, I mean, we get it. Uh, there should still be nuggets in the conversation to enjoy because this isn't going to be serious. Yeah. Neither of us are Marvel fanboys like that. So, I'm a nerd. Like, I'm yeah. I'm into comics and shit like that. I don't even read comics. I just sit on Wikipedia and just, like, go through the yeah. lore and shit. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of nerd that I am, the, the brand. But I like the movies. I still haven't watched every Marvel movie. And I, I used to be the sort of person that was like, I have to watch every one because they're all connected. And well, watch them in order. I feel like Endgame was a good time to kind of get off the train because mm-hmm. uh, I was like that before Endgame, but now so much different shit's releasing and I it's can't not keep like, up with all the shows and shit. Yeah, I, I I don't really like the shows even. Yeah, I've heard Loki's really good and I will probably watch Loki at some point. I've heard mixed things about like every single uh, TV show. That I've tried watching made. Wandavision. I've, I've tried watching it twice now. I got halfway through, and then I was like, no, I literally have forgotten everything. I need to go back and get a little refresher. Um, it's just kind of slow. And I know that's the one that's going to be, like, really fucking important to the next Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. And I love Doctor Strange. So, uh, I think the first question that I should ask is, with the hype surrounding this movie, you know, everyone's been talking about it. Did it... Uh, exceed expectations did it fall short a little bit or did it just meet in the middle because I'd say the consensus is it's the best Spider-Man in the trilogy and probably one of the best Spider-Mans in general Mm, interesting so it really blew you away no I'm that's the consensus that's the consensus you don't agree I don't think this is the best Spider-Man I don't think it's the best Spider-Man movie ever of like all the Spider-Man movies either way like the original think, Spider-Mans were so good. Yes, and uh, I like the first Marvel, like, MCU Spider-Man. Homecoming. Homecoming's, like, so fucking good. I think it's, so, too. I feel like you can watch it on its own mm-hmm. without any other context, and it's a great movie. And, and that's yeah. that's what makes the best Marvel movies, are the ones that aren't ultra-tied in. Because the separation has really begun between, like, the fanboys... And the people that are just mildly interested. The people who make TikTok or YouTube videos about this shit versus the people that just watch the movies. Yeah. Honestly. I don't really think that a good movie should necessarily rely on all this other shit Mm -hmm. that's already happened. You know, I'm I'm glad that I watched some of the older Spider-Mans before this Mm -hmm. for reference. And it made me appreciate a few things in this movie more. But I definitely don't think it's the best Spider-Man movie. Is this episode going to be chock full of spoilers? If you haven't seen it by now, fuck you. Yeah, we're... Let's go for it. Um, This is, uh, we're a few weeks past release date. And And if you really care, you've seen it by now. I think it's really funny that, like, what everybody's predicting about it was kind of right and kind of wrong. I didn't love the twist on the villains... It was kind of annoying. The uh, um, just the older villains. No, no, no! I loved seeing the older villains. That I was loved, great. Uh, caveat, that was, caveat. That was better than seeing the old Spider-Man. Caveat: I loved seeing some 
of the old villains. Which one did you not like? Well, the Amazing Spider-Man villains just weren't that good. Jamie Foxx's Electro in the um, regular Amazing Spider-Man, he was just like this nerdy guy who ended up with powers. Yeah. And this one, he kind of had a swagger to him. He yeah. was acting. Jamie well, Foxx was they just got, playing they Jamie Foxx. Altered, like clearly they got yeah. altered. Which is fair, like, who well, knows how interdimensional travel works, so yeah. maybe they got rubbed off by cosmic energy or whatever, but, like... But, like, I don't think that uh, Green Goblin was different. I don't think that yeah. Dr. Octopus was different. I mean, I literally watched... And uh, the lizard could talk. Could he not before? He could not before. I did not. I swear to God, <laughs> as a lizard in The Amazing Spider-Man, he did not talk. <laughs> Unless I'm tripping. But I'm pretty damn positive he wasn't walking around talking. Okay, let's let's start at the beginning because we uh, it kind of starts off right where the last movie left off, where mm-hmm. everyone finds out who Spider Man is, and I want to say that the best thing that this movie has going for it is the actors. Cause yeah. Tom Holland is acting his ass oh, off. He's, he Zendaya is, okay. is amazing. This is a whole debate on who's the best Spider Man. I honestly think Andrew Garfield is, like, a good Spider-Man, but not a good Peter Parker. I think uh-huh. Tobey Maguire is a great Spider-Man. Like, works as Peter Parker, though he is fucking old in those movies to be Peter yeah. Parker. I think Tobey Maguire is, like, the Spider-Man of my childhood, so there's nostalgia there. Uh-huh. Andrew Garfield kind of... Eh... He's like, they decided yeah. they wanted him to be a skater boy, be kind of edgier. I do think he's like, they show him as really fucking smart, which is cool. Because mm-hmm. I didn't get that so much from Tobey Maguire. This movie made me appreciate but, uh, Andrew Garfield a lot more. Yeah. And and that's what he's been saying too, is he loved being able to tie up the character more, kind of go a little bit deeper on like how uh, Gwen's death affected the character and shit like that. Yeah. Um, which in the comics is also a really big thing. Like, Spider-Man is a dark fucking character in the comics. Everyone he loves dies at some point. And honestly, uh, Spider-Man's a dark character in this one because, yeah. uh, well, we're going to skip around a little bit because right. yeah, yeah, we kind of have to, but uh, um, Aunt May fucking dies. She uh, she gets caught up by a green goblin. She gets hit hard as fuck. Well, and because of course she does because, like I said, that's what Spider-Man, like, does. Like, everyone he loves yeah. will fucking die. I think Tom Holland is the best balance between Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. he's the best Peter Parker. Definitely. Cause, I cause don't he looks know if he's young. the best Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't know. Because I don't like how he fits in the universe. I don't like that I didn't get an origin story. They're supposed to be making a show for that. I did like that we I get didn't it. get an origin story. Everybody knows Spider-Man's origin story. Twice already. So they didn't need to show it, which works, and they picked up at a great point. Like, he's still yeah. just becoming Spider-Man. But they're supposed to be doing, like, an animated series on uh, Disney+, Plus that's mm-hmm. explaining uh, when he got bit by a spider, and it's, mm-hmm. like, his freshman year. Or something like that. Yeah. I saw a a theory video uh, talking about how maybe there's no Oscorp in the story. Like, Mm -hmm. we haven't seen Oscorp anywhere. Yeah. And we'd probably see it. The theory was that Spider-Man went to, like, uh, Stark Expo. Mm -hmm. And that's where he got bit by the spider. Mm. Is that, like, uh, Tony was the, like, had the radioactive spider. 
I thought something that was really cool about this is it kind of showed the difference between all the Spider-Mans, because Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland, they had some powers from the Spider. Yeah. But they had to have, like, uh, they had to build web, web shooters. shooters. Okay, so, I thought that was really funny. For Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, they did do a scene of him building web shooters and then decided to go with the, like, bio web shooters, which is kind of fucking gross. Uh, like, just imagine you it get bit by a spider sense. and you grow whole-ass organs. <laughs> no, what would make the most sense, Louie, is he shoots webs out of his ass like a real goddamn spider. Or throws them up out of his mouth. Like, he, so, why are they in his wrist? My thing... It's convenient. My thing with the web shooter separated from the crawly thing, like, why... Why would they? Why would he have to make web shooters in the first place just because he can crawl and he was bit by a spider? He really just chose, hey, I'm going to lean into this whole spider thing. I'm going to be the spider. Be the spider. But uh, uh, Tobey Maguire was just like, well, I, I am the spider because he was bit by a spider and he could shoot webs like a spider and he could climb like a spider. The other two could just climb. That's all they could do. And well, they were and like, you know what I mean? Strong and like they like, have a spider sense and whatever. But it's not even called the spider sense. He, they really only have the power to crawl, and they decided I'm gonna go full spider. Well, they, they got bit I'm, by a spider though. Like they know they got bit by a spider. But <sighs> <laughs> like that's why they're Spider Man because they're like, oh, I got bit by a spider. Guess I'm Spider Man. Wasn't uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro's, like, backstory that he got caught up with, like, a bunch of, like, electric eels? He fell into a tank full of genetically mutated electric eels, I'm pretty sure. What if he just, what if instead of Electro, he was like, I'm eel man. That's what we're talking about, though. Well, (laughs) well, well, I got my powers from the electric eels, so I'm going to embrace the eel. I'm going to slither like an eel. I don't even know what Electro's origin is in the comics, though. Like, he probably had some mysterious liquid that he either drank or it, like, spilled on him. And next thing you know, he's Electro. Did you think that it was kind of hypocritical that, uh... Tom Holland was trying to be, like, the better Spider-Man, mm. and then when he went dark, the other two Spider-Mans kind of held him back from, like, killing Green Goblin at the end, because, like, the the other two Spider-Man Dude. killed their ops. Like, Green Goblin is dead, dead. in the movie. Dr. Octopus Tom, is dead in Tom the movie because they good fucking boy. killed them. Tom Holland's a good boy. But that's not what I'm saying. It was Tobey Maguire then be like, no, don't, don't kill other villains. And it's like, you smoked you, this you dude killed first. everybody. No, Doc Ock sacrificed himself in the end. And Green Goblin... It was an accident. Died. He sort of, he sort of killed himself too. It was Spider-Man though. Let's be real. He, he is a menace, yeah. Tobey Maguire was like... He took great pleasure in fucking <laughs> killing Green Goblin. What did you... Kills kills Aunt May. I would definitely kill the Green Goblin. Yeah. Um, Electro's origin in the comics is he literally got struck by lightning while working on a power line. That's kind of cool. He'd be fucking dead. Why, did, why is he special? People people can uh, honestly, survive though, that. Well, honestly, true. 
working on a power line, that's a lot more electricity that you might be running through you. Um, but also in the comics, a lot of the times for characters like that, where their origin story makes no sense whatsoever, mm-hmm. they'll be like, "Oh, that's when their mutant gene activated," it, because yeah. some humans just have dormant mutant genes that'll be triggered by events like that. I want to talk about the multiverse. Yeah, because there's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of possibilities, and it's obvious why Marvel did it. They want to incorporate like the X-Men and all these I other can't properties wait into for it. the new X-Men series. It's like I want I fuck with all X-Men. of the X-Men shit. And My favorite superhero movies. And, and the multiverse was a good like vehicle for like mm-hmm. the next like Doctor Strange shit yeah. and shit like that. But it doesn't make sense. It makes no fucking sense because it's all the, the it's spell... all magic. It's not science. It's magic. It's where science and magic overlap. Because apparently, there's some shit with like alchemy. Uh, no, not. What are you talking about? Alchemy. That, that's a mix between science. And... It kind of is. You know how the the time traveling shit. That that's basically like going through realities, mm-hmm. and like through that they created alternate realities, mm-hmm. like the Loki series. But also the what is it that when they go subatomic, uh, in Ant Man, where do they go? Uh, Where there's like cities on smaller things like atoms or whatever the quantum verse or yes, whatever the like fuck. That. Um, <laughs> that that is also like a weird area because there are some things that I've seen where it's like explaining that it kind of looks like the realm that Dormammu's in, and like the and the time traveling thing being science, but like the current multiverse that we're seeing being magic. Like, there's clearly overlap where just, like, magic is really them just distorting reality. So there's some science to it. Right. And up to this point, they've tried to make everything make sense. Right. And with all of these, like, I mean, the first Avengers movie, that's what it was. It, it was, oh, we're having all the different superheroes that you know and love together in from their own movies into the same movie. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to do that with different dimensions yeah and it makes no fucking sense because all of them are from different like ambiguous times yeah like we don't know when these people are from just all we know is that you know green goblin and doc ock are all being teleported in from some point before they died right which well, doesn't it make seems any to be sense. in the movie right before they die like, they are about to die, and then they got pulled into the MCU. Because they ask a couple of them, like, what's the last thing you remember? Then they're like, it basically leads up to their death. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and then I was here. The story behind it is Doctor Strange was doing his little spell to make everyone forget uh, I mean, that that's a pretty uh, big Peter spell. Parker is Spider-Man. But then uh, Peter Parker... Uh, starts fucking with the spell. Starts being like, oh, I, I want to fuck Zendaya still, so please, <laughs> please don't make them forget about me. So, like, that, for some reason, fucks it up to the point where people who just know Spider-Man or are Spider-Man mm-hmm. teleport into this dimension. Well, and so the, it just happens to be the explanation. The, the two other... I know, and I get that there could have been other Spider-People. That would have been kind of cool for them to show some that we haven't seen before. But they they kind of explain that, like, 
he fucked with the spell, and obviously the spell is altering reality by making and everybody who now knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man forget that he is. And so by messing with a reality-warping spell, it kind of created this issue of pulling in these other realities. But why would that... I want to know. Why would that bring in the other Spider-Man stuff? I don't know. And it really could have brought in any other Spider-People. Like, it could have been Spider-Gwen or... Or Miles Morales. Though, I think they're going to make Miles Morales be like a regular MCU character. In, because, in this dimension. Because uh, Donald Glover, his character is it's literally related. his uncle. Yeah, right. Who is uh, the Prowler. Mm-hmm. I want him to come back as the Prowler. I want Donald Glover in the MCU as the Prowler. I bet that'll be awesome. I don't think they introduced that for no reason. I no. think they're definitely Every, If that. everything's an Easter egg and everything's connected... He has to return. Like, that would be so awesome. I have the unpopular opinion that uh, Into the Spider-Verse, the animated one, is not very good. Dude, uh, it's but, super good. But that's definitely something From an animation they did. perspective, soundtrack. And the, the list stops there. <laughs> storyline? No. It's I not. like the storyline. It's generic as fuck. It is generic as fuck. And it's but fucking stupid. That's okay. But, uh, it's a kid's movie. I don't care. I'm not a kid. Oh man, that's something they did better than this movie because they were like, "Oh, let's get all the different Spider-Man." Yeah. Even if it doesn't necessarily make sense, because they had like the cartoon one, they right. had like the uh, which would have been one. awesome, and it's like less convenient to the MCU. But I think it would have been funnier. I think it would have been more like. It just would have made more sense because it just felt like it was fucking shoehorned in. And to me, it just seemed like Marvel was cocky at this point. So, my thing is, they show villains from both Spider-Man movies. And, like, they're in those movies. Mm -hmm. And so they're in those universes. Venom shows up in the MCU. Yeah. Which Spider-Man is he associated with? Do you think he's in Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire's universe? Maybe neither. But, uh... Then why isn't there another fucking Spider-Man? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. I think he's in Andrew Garfield's. It would make sense. It makes the most sense. I feel like they fit together as characters more. And, like, you haven't seen as many superheroes or villains or whatever. So they, like... The end credit scene is when uh, we see that... what What's dude's name? Venom. What? It doesn't matter. Halter Ego? He he, uh, he gets... Uh, he's just, like, sitting in a diner, and he's talking to shit, and he's, like, watching TV, and it's really stupid. But the only point of it was to show that Venom's going to be in this universe now. Because the Venom symbiote from the Venom movie is now in the MCU. Because a little piece of it got left behind, which I think is really weird. Um, I don't think that made sense either. Like, why didn't, why did that piece come off? Why did it not go back with him? Because magic should have transported, like, literally every single atom of his existence back. What makes the little Um, drop of fucking venom just not apply, Um, not apply to magic? (laughs) However, in the comics, there's also a thing of, like, symbiotes are really powerful, like... In the whole story of Marvel Comics, like, the symbiotes are actually really powerful alien species. Um, Then why can he get killed by someone who was bit by a spider? 
Answer me that, Preston. Because spiders are really powerful, apparently. I have the strength of a spider. Well, it they do, like, say, you know, it's like scaling it up. So, mm-hmm. you you see a spider book it. Spiders can move pretty fast compared to their size. Yeah. So, like, if you scale that up to a human being, that's really fucking fast <laughs> for a human being. And for, like, you know, they scale up the strength of a spider. I don't know how strong spiders are. Apparently, they're really fucking strong. Um, I wouldn't fuck with a spider. Yeah. Well, and then the webs are like, you know, like actual spider webs are really fucking strong. Yeah. For their size. Right. And so the the web shooters are definitely an overpowered device Mm -hmm. because they're unbelievably strong. They just be stopping shit. Like, you'll see something falling and Spider-Man shoots a web at it and it's just like, it bounces a little bit. And then it's just stopped midair. I think they uh, they nerfed that a little bit mm-hmm. in the movies. Because you'll see the webs break, and I'm like, no. Right. Real spider like, webs wouldn't even break. Like in the second uh, original Spider-Man movie, like uh, when he's trying to stop the train and that oh, famous that's such scene, a good scene. He's like shooting at the building. Well, he has multiple he... webs at one point, and that yeah. does stop it. Uh, and I get that, because there's more force like going into it. Right. But... Those movies are so good. So, where would this rank? I would comfortably put it over the Andrew Garfield ones. Easily. I would comfortably put it over uh, the second Marvel one and the third original one with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Uh, I think the first and second Spider-Man movies are, are the top. Are really fucking good. Like, together they're great. On their own, they're great. Yeah. And so, I don't know, they're kind of floating together in my mind. I feel like this and those two and uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Um, I didn't like Far From Home that much. It was good, it was cool, and I liked Mysterio, but it was a little aggravating at certain points, and like... I really liked... uh, It wasn't as fun. I liked parts... Of the yeah. second one. And when it first came out, I was a much bigger fan of it. Yeah. Uh, but I cooled down on it a lot just because I started thinking about it a little bit. And Mysterio's power is just that he does, like, holograms and shit. Yep. And it was just kind of like, okay, bro. Because, I mean, what I like more about uh, Homecoming, like, uh, what's the dude's name? Vulture. Vulture. Vulture's a badass villain. He's uh, He has his backstory, and it makes sense. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, connected with the movie. And uh, and he's not like this... He's not like Thanos. He's not somebody where it's like, why is a 15-year-old fighting this kid? Yeah. Because it just makes sense. It, it all goes well together. Yeah. Well, and he's like... I don't know. He feels like a part of the universe. Yeah. And they kind of, they kind of tried to show Mysterio's backstory a little bit, mm-hmm. where he worked for Tony Stark and he was fucking jealous or whatever the fuck. But that was kind of that was kind of shitty. That was kind of vultures. Yeah. Well, and they uh, he in the comics he's like a special effects dude, and like that would have been fine. I would have been fully satisfied if they were yeah. like this man's just evil and really good at special effects. And, like, that happened way too much in the comics, too. Where it's just, like, somebody does this job. They decide to start committing crimes related to their day job. This so, <laughs> so, like, 
guy who's really good at special effects decides to use special effects to rob bank. That is the, like, origin story for Mysterio in the comics. Yeah. For Electro. Guy who works for power company gets struck by electricity. (laughs) Decides to rob bank. Like... Bro, some of the villains in this just didn't need to be here. Yeah. Because, like, who the fuck cares about the lizard man, bro? Because he did almost nothing. He did almost nothing. Electro was ready to fuck some shit up, and I did think it was cool that he got, like, an arc reactor at one point. I was like, you know what? I saw the picture of that at one point, and I was like, oh shit, he's about to be really overpowered. He didn't do that much, though. He didn't do that much, though. He should have been overpowered, honestly. But then they were like, oh, three Spider-Man can totally stop this guy. Which, you know, it was funny to see them all learn how to, like, coordinate. Yeah. Um, I, uh, some of the conversations they had were just hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, how did you feel, we're jumping all over the place. They lightweight did the meme, too, where they point at yeah, each they other. Yeah, they did. And I was like, yes, they did it. That's all I wanted from the crossover. From this whole movie. That's all I wanted. So, uh, I want to talk about Doc Ock's introduction, mm-hmm. how he's fucking up, like, the expressway, and I think that's great just for the moment where he takes Peter's mask off, and he's like, you're not Peter Parker. I thought mm-hmm. that was, that was, was fuck good. That was in the I trailers, love, but I was kind of avoiding the honestly, trailers. Honestly, one of the times where I've really appreciated special effects, because, like, you can watch those movies, and yeah, those, like... The, his claws have weight and everything and like yeah. you can feel it but they did a really good job in some of the scenes where he just like I, I think they have his uh, arm come out from like some smoke and it's got a lot of flow to it and yeah. then they, they have him like crush a fucking car at one point yeah. and like it just makes sense like I'm like yeah that, that totally yeah. just happened my monkey brain is tricked <laughs> I definitely wanted to talk about the scene where uh, the other Spider-Men are introduced because I thought that when Doc Ock was there that like one of the other Spider-Men would just right. come in to save and I'm kind of glad that they didn't do that but it was kind of ugly the I like way that they, they introduced it till yeah. later in the movie to introduce them but I feel like yeah it was kind of lame they could have been a little bit cooler I liked that uh that Spider-Man's friend is able to use magic now yeah uh, but it was kind of stupid that he was just like, show me Spider-Man. And, <laughs> and it's just Andrew Garfield lurking in an alley, and, and he comes in, and then he does it again, and it's Tobey Maguire dressed regularly, I, and he's I, just like, hey guys. I love that Andrew Garfield said at one point, uh, do you have your suit on you, or are you just going to fight them dressed like a youth pastor? <laughs> and I was like, yes, he does look like a youth pastor. <laughs> That like, he so really funny. does. <laughs> oh, my God. And he is. He's, like, old. And I love the bit where they're, like, doing... They crack each other's back. Yeah. Like, real homies do that shit. And they were totally, like... He was like, yeah, I got a lower back thing, too, from all this swinging. Like, they made each other relatable to each other. I was like, that's great. Because that's totally what you would do if you, like, met yourself from another universe, too. I like that they made... Uh, the Tobey Maguire one old because if they just acted like yeah, no time I, I'm a I'm a college student <laughs> it's like hell no they're like realistically it's been 20 years yeah he'll look like he's 20 years older yeah 
And he realistically did have back pain from how many times he got fucked up yeah. with the back. Yeah. So, yeah. I Did you like uh, Andrew Garfield's redemption? I kind of did. Um, you I, didn't? I kind of did. Like I said earlier, like I like that they kind of go into depth about how he's going forward right. and shit like that. And I like how... Because Tobey Maguire, like, his Uncle Ben dies. And then he gets really mad and decides to try to fuck some people up. Yeah. And, like, they brought that back to be like, no, this is not what you want to do. This will not make you feel any better. Right. Um, I feel like... I almost wish they had brought the other Spider-Man in earlier. Just for a little more time, like... Yeah. For that interaction to kind of learn more about them, because now I just want to know more about like what has happened since those movies. Because it really did feel like you know we got like a few talking scenes, well, he, and then it was a shorter fight scene at the end, and that was it. Andrew Garfield literally—they're talking about all the people they fought, and he was like, "Well, I fought an alien, and I fought an alien in space. I've never been to space." And uh, Andrew Garfield's like. I fought a dude in a rhino suit one time. <laughs> they were like, yeah, buddy. Um, they were definitely sending shots. His villains shots. are all whack. They were definitely sending shots in the Andrew Garfield movie. I wish they had brought up like something new. I wish he had fought somebody else. Like, if they had just brought up an obscure character. Because there are some weird characters in the comics. They have all of this source material. Like there's a but they just did all the same. There's work. a dude in the comics who's literally a Nazi made out of bees. That's his whole character. Is he it? is a Nazi, and his consciousness was absorbed into a hive of bees. And he's very evil. Is is his uh is his name not Bee? Oh God, I don't know. That was really I don't know bad. what his name is. You might want to cut that one out. Nazi bee man. Um. It might be. Literally, they'll name people the like two, that. The two most evil things. Nazis and bumblebees. And like... I'm surprised they could they have just mentioned that. They, he could have been like, oh yeah, I fought a Nazi that was made out of bees one time. And like, that would have been hilarious. They should have... I feel like they should have done something more mm-hmm. with the Andrew Garfield thing because uh, they weren't even able to complete his trilogy. There were a lot of loose ends, so mm-hmm. so where did his story uh, come from? That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Like the timelines are just so arbitrary, where it's like, oh, we're taking him from here, we're taking him from here, mm-hmm. just because it was convenient. Yeah. You know, here's something that I wanted to bring up. It's a conspiracy theory. Okay. So the actress who played Aunt May was like on podcast like years ago talking about how like she thought it would be cool for Aunt May to have like a lesbian lover, you know. And I've heard some people suggest that they killed her off because of it. Because they didn't want to uh, humor such things. No way. No way. Um, I do think it's interesting that we don't... There's never been an Uncle Ben mentioned in the MCU. Who's crucial to every other Spider-Man origin story. Yeah. So, I wonder what the fuck happened 
and why Peter is in the care of Aunt May. Because they don't explain any of that at all in the MCU. They haven't yet. I think that I've always just assumed that he was on basically the same path where, you know, Uncle Ben died in a similar way and he was just left with Aunt May. Yeah. Uh, But theoretically, Uncle Ben could still be alive somewhere. He could. Like, what if the next... Or there could be no Uncle Ben. What if the next trilogy starts with, like, hey, I'm your cool business owner, Uncle Ben. Um, Like, a young-ass Uncle Ben who's, like... What if they casted, like, Matthew McConaughey? I would like that. That'd be awesome. Um, no. listen, listen up, Peter. I'm gonna show you how things are done around here. I I do like, in the Andrew Garfield movies, how they explain what happened to his parents. Like, I think that's really cool and interesting part of the character to explore. Like, and in the MCU, that'd be awesome. They could totally make his parents, like if they're scientists, make them really involved in the universe because there's a lot of shit going on in the universe like that. They literally could have been working on some version of the super soldier serum Uh or some shit. What if Peter was just in a long line of spider people? (laughs) His parents were spider people? Spider mom and spider dad. Oh my god. I don't know what they're gonna do with this character. It's really confusing me. Tom Holland? Yeah. Well, like you said, they have a lot of directions they can go. Well, and now that they've made everybody forget him. Like, clearly, I think he can go to Doctor Strange and explain what the fuck happened in Doctor Strange. But like, okay, I believe you. But he can't just walk up to Zendaya and be like, you used to be my girlfriend, and then you forgot who I was. On the other side of the multiverse. And they, I like how he, it was really cute how he goes and sees her at the diner that she works at. I almost cried. I almost cried too. It was really sad. Just imagine everybody you know forgetting you. Yeah. Somebody that I used to know. That'd be really fucking hard. And like, it was depressing when he went into his apartment. And like, then they show him moving his shit in. And then he's like, you know what? I'm still fucking Spider-Man. And, like, my thing is... But he's broke again. My thing is, they don't show that, like... They they say, you know, everybody forgets that Peter Parker is Mm Spider-Man. So, uh, everybody who knows Peter via Spider-Man, so, like, Happy and Doctor Strange, they don't know Peter Parker, but they might know Spider-Man still. They do know Spider-Man. Like, he can probably still go to them as Spider-Man... And they'll know who the fuck he is. And then he just has to take off his mask. Yeah, the 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 spell didn't make everyone forget that Spider-Man exists. Like, right. There wasn't, like, news reports in, like, a Spider-Man has appeared. Right. <laughs> and we don't know where he came from, but so we're I, just gonna I roll think, with it. I think it's not gonna be too hard. I think he really does just have to, like, reveal his secret identity to a couple people. And then he's not all alone. But, like, because he might be fucked if he's just all by himself. Like, I think he was totally getting his uh, web fluid through, like, Stark Industries or some shit like that. Like, he does not make his own web fluid. Uh, A lot of the technology he he had was just from Stark Enterprises. Like, he didn't just, like... It wasn't like the other Spider-Man movies where he was just doing all the shit himself. Like, he Mm -hmm. had this huge fucking tech corporation that loves superheroes mm-hmm. behind him well, the whole time. So. Before he 
so apparently he had only been like bit for, by the spider six months before uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. So, like before that, he was making his own web fluid, obviously, and he had his little homemade suit. Um, but like, he's definitely used to having support now, mm-hmm. clearly, and like going to Doctor Strange and shit like that. And I think it's interesting because they've had the character go from like, okay, he had a father-son relationship with Iron Man, uh-huh. and then he kind of has to learn how to be a superhero on his own more yeah. in uh, Homecoming, and then in Far From Home, he thinks he has somebody else to rely on, and they double-cross him, mm-hmm. and then he realizes, well, he still has Happy, he still has Aunt May, still has his friends. Bitch, you thought. Then they get rid of all that. He goes to Doctor Strange in this movie and doesn't even have that anymore. And they were kind of sh- showing that, like, maybe Doctor Strange is going to fill in this father figure role for Peter mm-hmm. and, like, be guiding to him. And he clearly just tries to help him out. And then that gets fucked up. But now I think they're, they might just have him be on his own for a while and, like, really come into his own as. Spider-Man without any support. Do you think... So you think that it's going to be, like, really a hard reset into the next uh, Spider-Man trilogy because part of me thinks... I think they're going to need a really good villain. Yeah. And that'll kind of save it because I don't think there will be many supporting characters or something unless they somehow... He gets back in touch with people. I think that how they're going to do or how they could do it is uh, they're going to introduce new people. They're going to have like yeah. a new love interest. They're, he's going to make new friends, you know. Yeah. Or they could do the lazy thing and just have him go back to Zendaya and actually explain the shit. Well, we're forgetting Venom, too, you know. Yeah. And there has been some like concept art that I've seen going around of him in a black suit. But that might just be concept art because obviously eventually there will be a black suit in the MCU. Yeah. Um... But it would be interesting if they have Venom. Well, in in the next Spider-Man, he could even like uh, meet Miles Morales and take him under his wing. Yeah. Type shit. There's a lot. Well, because they do show him as the leader of the Spider-Man in the fights. Yeah. Like he's the one saying, "Okay, you do this, you do that." Well, it is his world and his right. stupid fucking mistakes that he's made. Mm-hmm. But the. They kind of maybe have kind of set him up for a leadership role, which would work if there's another Spider-Man. Bring Toby back. Bring Toby back. He's going to be like 60, and he's going to come back, and he's going to be like, back in my day. But yeah, it was a pretty good movie. (laughs) It was a pretty good movie. Like I said, I have my gripes with it, but overall, it was really good. And I'd say it almost meets the hype. Yeah. The hype's kind of exceeded it just because it's a big exceeded it. Marvel movie. Like, people are saying it's flawless, that it's a masterpiece, yeah. that it's the best Spider-Man and movie. And it's definitely not. And I don't think it is. Uh, but, I mean, it was really good. It was good. But sometimes shit's worth watching again. And sometimes it's not. I don't feel like I need to watch this movie again. But I would totally go back and I watch will. Uh, the Tobey Maguire first two. Like, 
because those feel a little more timeless and whatever. Yeah. I might have to watch this again just because it's one of those long-ass Marvel movies where there's a lot and I might not have processed all of it. Well, there were so many Like, like I'll go Easter back and eggs. watch stuff for Easter eggs, yeah. But that's a different story than, hmm, I really want to listen to this plot again. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Handles in the description as always. And if you could, share the podcast with someone and give us some feedback. Thank you.